I finished all of Picard as well. That went shit. They've got a nickname for you. Citizen Dildo. <laughs> In um, hindsight, not much better than what Alex was suggesting. No. There. Was it really that one? But never Not mind. really, no. This is the science fiction rating system, and we are back as mm. a, a threesome once more. Chris has returned. Hello. Hello. He's back. He's back, back from Hollywood. Back, well, from back from intensity of work. Yeah. Which, yeah. So all successful. Sorry I missed it. That's yeah, right. good. Good. Yeah, all good. All good this good. end. We should good. have a film next year, hopefully. Nice. Um, yeah, and then five years from that, we can put it in the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can do Starless now, can't we? Hasn't that been out five years Let's now? not. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm also joined by Alex, who, who didn't... He's been here all through. I'm, I've been here, yeah. I went to Legoland. It wasn't... It's not as exciting as making a film, but... Was it Was it good? It was Hello. good. We stayed in the Castle Hotel. That's pretty cool. Everything's Lego in there. Themed it's rooms. It's made of Lego. Is the, is the... They have upscaled Lego pieces. Are the toilet seats Lego? Because that would hurt. No, they're not Lego, sadly. There's things made of Lego. It's like a sword in the room and a, and a crossbow and stuff like that. It was themed, night themed. There's a dragon. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. Alex has got a son for those days. Yeah, I'm not one of those. Although, it's funny, we were queuing on one of the rides... And there were two, let's say, large, middle-aged man, a couple behind us, and their T-shirt said, uh, it says, like, eat, sleep, build. And I was like, they're basically, like, you know those people that um, Chris was talking about that just go to Disney, they're Disney obsessives. Yeah. These were obviously, like, Legoland obsessives. They didn't have any children with them. They just were, like, they're there for the rides and for the Lego. Weird, isn't it, the Lego thing? It's a bit weird to be... I get it with Disney way more than I get it with Lego. Because you can just build Lego. Why do you need to go to Legoland? It's mainly rides. It's not... Somebody uh, once said to me, justifying that they were filling their house with Lego, that Lego's worth more than gold. That's that's <laughs> absolute rubbish. And I thought, yeah, but... No, it's not. There's no ha- resale. It's, still it's not Lego. worth more than the money you spend on it, though. No. You'd have to buy it. You'd have to do that thing where you bought two of each thing and you built one and then you kept one in its well, box. Well, they, they, this, this particular person wasn't building half things they were buying. They would oh. just keep them in the box. Sealed. Oh, so pointless. I don't find Lego oh. that creative anymore, is it? Because you kind of just make a Millennium Falcon and then that's Yeah, it. no, Different I agree. Things, it, it used to be. Yeah, it's not the same. Like everything, it's been ruined, hasn't it, by overexposure, but never mind. Anyway, I'm sure Lego Land was lovely to <laughs> It was mainly for my son and he had a great time, yes. so yeah. <laughs> You were experiencing it. You weren't going there and, and foil wrapping it and putting it on the shelf and never touching it. No, I was in there. I was in that Lego. I was you riding in, that you Lego. You all up in that Lego. I'm all right. up in that Lego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had you, you swallowed that Lego block. I did. Brick. Yeah, I made a promise <laughs> with my body to that Lego and I fulfilled uh, it. <laughs> we're doing Vanilla Sky this week and you might have got that reference if you know the film. But before we do that, a few points of business. First of all, Alec, uh, Chris, did you watch either... Oh, I forgot what the films were. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop, Johnny Mnemonic. Or Johnny no. Mnemonic. No, I didn't, sorry. Okay. We'll, we'll cut that out. Okay, that's <laughs> was I supposed to? No, no, just because we, oh, we met him ages ago. I just wondered whether you would have watched them and so we no, can ask what you thought, no. but don't worry about it. Sorry. They're both no, awesome. Fine. Were they good? Yeah. 
Oh, but you, I like Johnny Mnemonic a lot more than you did. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic is a terrible film. But I love Cowboy it. Bebop was good fun. I love it. Uh, and the other thing, did either of you watch the Avatar trailer? I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Should I watch it it's while not you're much talking? Going on in it. It's not. Well, you can watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's not very long. But okay, I'm going to watch it while you talk about it. Okay, I'm watching it now. Do you know what I found funny? Having watched Avatar recently, was this looks how I remembered Avatar looking? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But Avatar didn't look that good when we watched it again. No, it's it didn't. Good, but not this good. But um, it doesn't, doesn't doesn't look that exciting, does it? Really? Not That's really. Blue three D again, is it? I guess. I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very bright. <clears throat> it always was really the Avatar. Like it never really hid hid in the shadows like most of the sci fi's. No. It was yeah. Very in your face. Which if is quite you brave. told me this was a trailer for the first film, I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you it wasn't. It's was there an underwater bit? One. I guess there wasn't an underwater bit in I the do first. Think Cameron one. is like the like the most like he pushes the boundaries all the time when he makes his oh, next, yeah. next film, doesn't he? Like he really moves the whole thing forward, yeah. doesn't he? Whenever I read about this, it's always about how he's, he's made of actors like learn to breathe underwater for like ten minutes, things yeah. like that. Because he's doing all this like crazy underwater stuff. Yeah. But, is there um, no it humans like in it? There's a few, there yeah. There's some that there. have gone native and that are... Um... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's like evil avatars. The humans were leaving, right? Yeah, they were, they were kicked off, weren't they? Yeah. So, they're back. Is it, why has he waited this long to do it? I don't know. For the tech to catch up? I don't really know. Yeah, is it, it that? Different, does it? Is it because there's a know. lot of water stuff and that's why he waited? Also, he's already filmed Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. Wow. Yeah. I think he's so, been doing them together, hasn't he? So. Yeah, he's been, that's taken a while. Because anyway, even if you were obsessed out. with Avatar, would you have been bothered to... Oh, oh, actually, if you were obsessed with Avatar, do you know what you'd have gone and seen? There's a Cirque du Soleil Avatar. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, during lockdown... You can Cir- kind of make sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. During lockdown, Cirque du Soleil put a lot of their stuff on YouTube for free. It wasn't the whole show, sadly. Some of them were, some of them weren't. We watched the Avatar one; it was nuts. But it, but it made sense. It completely made sense as a. It, it, that's a, that's a total combination of things that work. The Soleil is one of the things that's never really, like, appealed it. to me. Mm-mm. Don't get it at all. Remember, this was lockdown, and we were very bored. <laughs> Did you watch their eighteen plus rated one? They're like no. They've done like a weird porny one. Oh God! Cirque du Soleil. You can just imagine the audience for that. Oh, God. Lots of, like, oh, uh, oh, yeah, eyes wide shut party kind of attendance. Yeah. <laughs> Key, oh, keys God. in the bowl kind of thing. That Lots of ponytails. Yeah. yeah. But, but literally, anyway. that Cirque du Soleil thing was the only thing keeping those poor Avatar fans, like, going between that period. <laughs> like, that's all they had. Like, oh, how long is it going to um, be? I had a good segue there before we went back to Avatar. I was going to say, talking of ponytails and keys in the bowl, oh, this was directed by Cameron Crowe, who, who definitely seems to me of that generation of, uh, <laughs> you know... Weirdo. Whoa. Swinging weirdos, yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, maybe. I thought you were going to link it to Eyes Wide Shut, because it's got uh, old, oh, it's uh, old Cruise, yeah. cruiser in it. How they're all into it. Yeah. Um, there's no swinging in this guy. Oh, there's implied swinging, because he's a bit of a... Yeah, he's a bit of a Cat playboy. Town, isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, he's a playboy. So, Vanilla Sky, anyway, from 2001, directed, as I say, by Cameron Crowe, who is famous for this, almost famous, and what's his other one? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, Maguire. thank you. Um, and, yeah, this is a 
2001 film. Uh, have we all seen this before? No. Yes. You've never oh. seen it? No. Mm. Alex, mm. when's the last time you saw it? A long, long time ago. I'd completely forgotten it. Mm. Completely forgotten it. Have you seen the original? No. Have you uh, seen the original? I've seen the original, yes. Yes. Right. So, for those who don't know, Alex is referencing uh, the film... Spanish. Open Your Eyes, which is a Spanish film, which Plenty of Cruises in and plays the same role in that mm. film as in this. Yeah. And uh, we should watch that at some point. Mm. Um, How has she got an Oscar? Can we <laughs> What did she get her Oscar for? What was, what I don't know was it? what it got was for. Devolver, maybe? Yeah, Not for this. She can speak English. I don't know how she got an Oscar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, I did, I, we're jumping ahead, but I forgot. She she probably plays the kind of quirk. I don't remember being this quirky and annoying. Well, it's of a time, this film, isn't it? Yeah. Now, Cameron Crowe is very much of that time. The mm. cool dude. I mean, things... I haven't seen this film a long time as well. And the things I remember about this film was the ending. Him going yep. off the edge. Yep. The fact it starts as Radiohead, and that also there's a Sigaross song in this mm. recording of a Sigaross song that was never released. Really? So back when I was reading Sigaross, uh, it's like because the album, it's, it's a track off an album that hadn't come out yet. It's a live version of it. Oh, it's the very God. end of the film. Oh, and so God. I was like very annoyed about the fact you couldn't get that version of that song. Uh, that's such annoyed. a Cameron Crowe thing to do as well. It is, isn't it? it yeah. Is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> music's a big part of this film. Mm. Um, we'll get to the music in a bit. It's weird the music because I was saying to Lucy, it's kind of like. On the cusp of some of it's cool, but some of it is so boomer. Yeah. It makes sense because Cameron Crowe is <laughs> yeah. like yeah. my dad's age, so it makes sense Paul that he's McCartney. got a crossover of like yeah, the oh, rubbish. Yeah, Ugh. but there is some good good stuff in this. Yeah. Um, Looking at the but, poster and things, I can understand why I never saw it because it's that sort of you know bleached style of poster you used to see. Yeah. Yes. In the turn and of the noughties. I remember being marketed as well, like. Well, like a Cameron Crowe film, like a romantic yes. comedy kind of thing, rather no. than a weird sci-fi thing. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it until the buzz was enough that I, you know, hmm. watched it. But uh, the buzz as it was uh, in uni days. So, uh, this film stars Tom Cruise. How has Tom Cruise not been Marvel yet? That's the question I watched. Not been in well, Marvel. He, well, he had that kind of... He mucked up a bit, didn't he? Because he joined... The MonsterVerse, which is oh, the yeah. universal monster <laughs> universe yeah. in that film, The Mummy, which he bankrolled quite a lot of, and that flopped hard, and the MonsterVerse died. So I right. don't know if he feels a bit stung. Maybe he's like, this Marvel thing won't last. <laughs> Maybe he's, uh, I don't know. Also, he's a bit of an auteur, isn't he? He doesn't really get involved in that sort of shit, does he? I mean, he's making Mission Impossible films. That's not. Yeah, really but he owns. He basically yeah, he's owns got a lot of that. control. Yeah. A lot of control. That's the it. most expensive film ever, isn't it? The new Mission Impossible. Oh, is it? I read a big thing with Vanity Fair about that, about how it's like it sits something like four hundred million or something ridiculous because mm. he, they're shooting it all over the world, and the, the script's not finished. Something he's basically got a blank check to go and make a massive film. So weird. Mm. Yeah, anyway, this is weird. Tom Cruise in the younger days. Um, already Scientology, but you know. He's a good actor, isn't he, Tom Cruise? You know what? I used to not like Tom Cruise. And I'm like, you know what? He does what he does. He's not hurting anyone, as far as we know. And you know well. what? He delivers <laughs> He delivers big, good action films. And mm. so what? You know what? Like, yeah, you, you go, girl. You go, you get out there, okay. Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine Fair with him. Enough. Yeah, I'm fine with him now. I think there was a, it was a, it was a, it was a period when everyone was kind of like, ugh, about him, wasn't it? Yeah, there? when he was leaping on that sofa and shouting yeah. over Winfrey. <laughs> It's his own fault. Yeah, well, it, was, hated it. it was his own fault. Drew. He went yes. fucking nuts, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, so. yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Tom Cruise plays David Ames, who is the uh, the the heir. Well, no, he's not the heir. He's inherited a publishing company from his mm. father, also called David Ames. 
and he's uh, he's he's running in quotation marks his business. He's a he's a he's a cad. He's <laughs> sleeping yeah. with the ladies. Uh, yeah. His whole office. I like how all his staff are women, and everyone at the party is woman. Yeah. He's got one apart thing from in mind. apart from the guy from The Big Bang Theory, who's his assistant. Did you notice him? Oh, is that who that is? I yeah, him. it's the Big yes. Bang Theory guy and the Roseanne right. guy. He's like his like literally little Roseanne assistant guy. Roseanne, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to let little... that guy forget Roseanne. He was in Roseanne. <laughs> no, he's not Big Bang. He was in Roseanne. Come on now. Uh, Jason Lee is his yep. best friend. No, I Shelby, thought... who's yeah. Ne- is he an author? He's meant to be an author. He's, he's an author. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're living a great life, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I love his flat. He's got an amazing flat. He has got a great flat. His flat uh, includes those two. See, this, what's weird about this film is you can watch quite a lot of it and not think it's sci-fi, but there's actually two bits of sci-fi right straight off the bat in, the, in his flat, aren't there? There's that telly that comes out the floor. That's not real. Is it not? No. They, they, right. uh, Someone the f- must have had that, though. The flat screen television yeah. that retracts into the floor was thought up by Cameron Crowe and Tom Cruise while brainstorming things they've always dreamed of having that David Ames' character would have. Crowe says in the commentary the design was drawn up by Cruise, who wanted to install one in his house before re- realising that it would retract through the ceiling of the floor below him. Mm. <laughs> so it's okay, he said. They sold that, didn't they, though? Because they can get those beds, can't you now? I was yeah. in a hotel room once with a bed, yeah. with a, a TV that popped out the end of the yeah. bed. Yeah. Do, do you <laughs> know what? Tacky. Do you know what the other thing is that people thought was real but isn't? That is a sci-fi invention. Um, his CD walk, uh, alarm clock. No. Surely that's real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, the Louis Armstrong playing the trumpet. Yeah, the, the Louis hologram. Armstrong. Um, yeah, the Louis, the John Coltrane hologram. John Coltrane. Sorry, people are. Yeah. It, it basically, Cameron Crowe says people are massively disappointed that that doesn't exist. It's, it's just it's not isn't real. That real now though, isn't that tech real? I don't know. Like Maybe hologram person. Yeah. Just didn't um, you know um, what's the name? Um, you know uh, the Kardashians. Kanye yes. West bought the Kardashians yes. that thing of their dad, didn't they? But yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point though, but people were just like, I think people just watched it and were like, oh, when can we buy one of those? Then it's like the hoverboard, isn't it? People just thought, oh, that must be a mm. thing. <laughs> I'll have that. Doesn't that exist as well though? No. Hoverboards a thing now. No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not a thing now. <laughs> a hoverboards I'm just... a thing. <laughs> hologram Kardashian dad. Yeah, hologram. Yeah, but not not at this point. Not in two thousand and one. That were not... Kardashian hologram said so like really inappropriate about their, like their mum, didn't what? he? He does like a big monologue, and one of the things is like about his mum's their oh. mum's vagina or something like what? that. What? Really, really, yeah, it's really weird. Okay. Is this in you real can watch life? it. Yeah, it's in real life. It's Kanye West bought it for like a. Her 40th birthday, something like that. And she put the thing up on YouTube and he's like going, oh yeah, your mum's got a fine cooch or something like that. So, it's, really, it's really, really weird. It's really odd. He says I'm not making like, this up. I hope he says it like that in that voice with the kind of shrugging as well. Like, <laughs> What a weird oh, thing to like have as the first like hologram. Yeah. I have to fact check this before I put this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened though. I'm pretty sure that happened. If it didn't, it's anyway. the most insane dream you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perhaps yeah. I'm in vanilla sky. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, Tom Cruise, he, he wakes up and uh, he, he goes downtown New York mm. and there's no one around. Yeah, some 38. It's good to see, wasn't it? Yeah. Like an actual practical, the cleared out yeah. Times Square. It's like th- it was 38 days later. It was a bit like that, wasn't it? Is it 28 days later? 28 days later, yeah. Yeah, but because they're in Times Square, it feels more... 
impactful than just like a bridge in yeah, London, wherever it was. Yeah, it? true. Yeah, it's a good thing. And no, then, so you already you're kind of clued into the fact that this is going to be a weird film. Yeah, aren't you at the start? Yeah, uh, and he wakes up in bed with Cameron Diaz, mm. Julie Gianni. Yeah, who uh, we are led to believe is some sort of she's a supermodel. I don't know what <sighs> she's all sorts, isn't she? Supermodel singer. She makes her own CD. So, Jason Lee says that like she's his dream girl, basically, doesn't she? Yeah, he can't believe that Tom Cruise is sleeping with him. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, again, I don't. I think she does a pretty good performance. It, at the beginning, it feels mm-hmm. like she's not really acting, but later on, you're like, oh no, you're actually doing quite a good. It's a It's more subtle than you think. Mm. I think it's clever casting because yeah, she is an airheady type, isn't she? In like yeah, um, does something Brain about Star. Mary? Yes, mm. like that kind of vibe yeah. to it. Yeah. Is that isn't it? Something about Mary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think she's she's better than Penelope Cruz anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm. for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he's in this relationship, and life's good, isn't it? Basically, for him, life's great. There's no uh, sour; it's all sweet. That's as Jason it's all sweet as Jason Lee comments. Despite having the seven grumpy dwarfs on the board who are yep. out to get him, he doesn't yep. really care about that. He's no. living life. Uh, things are turned upside down when he goes to his birthday party and meets Penelope Cruz, Sophia Serrano. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Penelope Cruz. What's uh, so no one liked the performance? She's just a bit annoying. I mean, I don't think yeah, I would I pick care. her over Cameron Diaz. I'm not do talking. You, it's just personality. Not, do you not think that it's hard? She acts. I can't work out if it's bad acting or she's meant to be doing it. That you can never really work out what's going on with her. Like, <laughs> no, is she but happy or a... sad or whatever. But is that the film or is well it, it, exactly? It's always like that. There's a fundamental, because this is, I mean, we're right jumping to the end here, but I've got, according to Cameron Crowe, there are seven, sorry, there are five different, like, interpretations of this film that basically, whichever one you follow, (laughs) completely changes the whole film almost. Yeah, they don't all work, do they? No, they don't all work, but, um, but yeah, so sometimes when she acts certain ways, you're like, but is that because he's, because of the dream, or because he wants her to act like that, or is that actually... See, I think the only scene where she actually feels like she's acting like a normal person is the club mm. scene, where she's super uncomfortable with him all the way through, and, mm. like, he's just trying to be nice, but is, like, really not into him, and I feel like that's the but, real version of her. But I think this first party scene, where I think no matter what version you're going with, other than, I guess, the it's all a dream thing, mm. she's meant to be more pre-him and normal, yeah. even then, she's... I think her acting is just bad there because yeah. you know when she's trying to play the whole coquettish on the on the balcony and like telling yeah. she's run away and waiting to knock the door again. Yeah, it just seems it seems yeah. super odd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, no, no, she's not. She's kind of annoying. She's way more quirky. I don't remember being all quirky pixie girl. That wasn't what I remember her character being mm. like. But did you uh, spot Spielberg <laughs> at the party? Oh yeah. Do, do you know what hat he's wearing? No, I can't. What hat's he's wearing? wearing? I think he's wearing a um, he's wearing a pre-crime cap because they were filming Minority uh, Report at the same time. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what he said. It could be in the same cool. universe, maybe. Oh wow! Yeah, maybe. Imagine that. Well, actually, they could because doesn't they? The voice says at the end, "Oh, like the world is not what you remember it being." Mm. Oh yes, he's gone into Minority Report future. 
Mm. Oh, it could he's be the same character. At, yeah, doesn't he? He's got no money, so maybe yeah. he goes and gets a job at a uh, oh my a god station. Yeah, again, pre crime. Yeah, pre crime. Yeah, this is a se- sequel to this. Um, yeah, the party. Uh, Cameron Diaz turns up, and it's kind of implied that she's a stalker now because she's feeling spurned, jilted mm. by the burgeoning romance between Tom and Penelope. Yeah. He's a kind of like uh, he kind of picks women up and throws them away, doesn't he? He's not into relationships. He does. Um, Cameron Diaz has got a um, a bed duvet all over, which is extremely taped to her body. She does a lot of moving around in that, and it remains steadfast. <laughs> She's not got the cruise. I'm getting my tits out claws in her contract. No, like, she oh, doesn't. No, you've got shoulders up and you've got knee down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in fact, actually, yeah. the bit when you do see. Penelope Cruz naked. It feels like you didn't have to. Like it's not That's, like that scene is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's a bit. It's a bit randomly gratuitous to be honest. It massively didn't massively. need to be there at all. It's no. weird how you just don't get that anymore in films. It's no. nice, isn't it though? That's kind of, you know, it, no, it's nice, <laughs> but it was weird how you got it in films. Oh yeah, so. and it's funny how weird going back now. It, like you always yeah. think, oh, oh, what's happening here? <laughs> when you're right, it used to just be like every film would have this tit scene, wouldn't it? Where, yeah, yeah. Um, no tits yet. No. Apart from Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, the party goes uh, party goes quite well. And he's sort of... So, on first viewing, they're falling in love, aren't they? They're going to... They're sort of seeing each other. Yeah, he's kind of part. stolen her off uh, Jason Lee, hasn't he? Jason Lee, yeah. And what's that weird scene? You know when, like, Jason Lee... He's going. He's like drunk cause at the end of that party. Yeah. He's going to Tom Cruise like, "Oh, don't worry, you know, I'm fine. You have her. I knew it would happen." Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, I'll come home with you," uh, to Jason Lee, and he goes, "No, no, no. You've got to stay here. We'll look after yeah, you." Yeah. That's weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't get that. That scene made me think. Okay, it's all a dream. That, that's why that, that scene's there for that kind of like. Yeah, like that's not what someone would do, especially when later well. on he says, "You stole her off me," and like, "You're such an arsehole. It's the only woman I ever loved," and all that, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. I think the problem, uh, to go back to the point you made about the five different versions, a problem that will come up throughout this, I think, is that because he's clearly got all five versions in his mind, Yes, mm. there's yeah. not a one that works, really. No, because no, yeah. he's playing... should have decided on one. Yeah, really. he's playing every yeah. version. Because one of the versions is it's the whole film is the actually the book that Jason Lee's writing. Yeah, that's mm. one of the versions. So that would make sense in a book because you just go, oh, it's whatever. But yeah, you're right. He's yeah, you're right. That is, he's he's playing every version out simultaneously yeah. to try and muck with you. But it means that there isn't really one answer, so he doesn't really. I think it's not coherent. Do you, do you think how you should do it really is you decide on the truth, don't you? Mm. Yeah, and then you then you work out which of these bits you can fit in that yeah. don't contradict the truth, isn't it? Yeah, and how many you lay red herrings? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense still coherently sense, yeah. with the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't feel he did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, so he's he's getting with Penelope Cruz, and be- before anything major happens, we kind of cut this first thing where um, Tom Cruise with Kurt Russell, yeah, who's playing Dr. Curtis McCabe. And Michael Shannon. Sh- <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a very young Michael Shannon, yeah, as the guard, which is another strange yeah. place to see. He's really good in it, though, isn't he? Where he just keeps calling yeah. a freak and shouting at him every time he comes on the screen. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's having a great time. Um, and yeah, again, a kind of a clue that nothing's quite right here is that this is anything like a real jail, is it? Like he's kind of sat in this gigantic room. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the idea is that, that Kurt Russell is doing a psych evaluation before he goes to trial for a murder. Yeah. Yeah. 
And again, I think if you're going to play that angle, it needs to look more like that's what's happening, yeah. doesn't it? And he keeps, Kurt Russell keeps like going, we're running out of time. You, you haven't given me enough. I need more. Yeah. Like he keeps putting, saying weird stuff that sounds odd. Like it's not what normal people say. Like it just sounds no. weird. Um, what do you think about Tom Cruise's weirdo mask, eh? I love his weirdo mask. I love his weird Pretty mask. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. That is in the original. Look. Good design. <laughs> It's a good design, isn't it? Mm. That's in the original, is it? Yeah, and and in fact, the scene, the club scene, you know, when he puts it on the back of his head, yeah, and it's mm. very blue. That scene is pretty much the same in the original as well, right? Like that image of him with it, with like two faces, as it were. That's very much mm. in the original film. That's the main book I can remember from the original film. It's the most effective at the start, isn't it? When you don't really know. Because you've got no context of why he's wearing it, yet, have you, really, when you first <laughs> no, see him? No. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Why has Tom Cruise got this creepy <laughs> face on? Yeah. Um, and it becomes... Well, yeah, they go, you go back into... It's, it's sort of... The idea of that is that you're kind of... We're being told the story via flashback as mm. Tom Cruise tells it to go. Yeah, that's, because... That's kind mm. of the conceit, is Because it? Tom Cruise has murdered someone. Yes, and they're trying to work out who that is and who a girl called Ellie is. Yeah. Um... Which, not sure who that is. Do we know who Ellie is? No, that's never paid off, is it, actually? No. no. Um, but yeah, he's back, and it, it, his life at Penelope Cruise is going well, and there's all sorts of weird stuff intruding. So there's this, there's this dog on TV <laughs> uh, called, is it Benny the dog? Benny, Benny ben, the dog, I think it is. Benny or Benji, yeah, I one of them. I think it's yeah. Benny, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they keep cutting to these, they're quite well done... Uh, yeah, like fake TV sequences. This like miracle dog who fell in a river, was frozen for three months, and then came back on. There's a great bit when they they get actual Conan O'Brien, in, don't they? And yeah, he's interviewing the bloke. And yeah, he's just like, oh, is the dog still frozen? And they cut to the dog, and that dog doing some great acting. He just looks like so depressed. He's yeah. like, kill me, put me back in the ice. It's good stuff. Yeah, but he keeps coming up better. The dog does. It's very yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and, and then stuff about like, cryogenics as well, and a book. Yeah, cryogenics and yeah, it's life extension, isn't it? And yeah, life, the sequel, life, t- the sequel. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and all this kind of stuff going on. Um, and it, yeah, the, the kind of the, the crux the film spins on is that he comes out of uh, Pepe Cruz's house. Cameron Diaz is waiting for him and says, like, you know, come and <laughs> come and fuck me. <laughs> she, it's fine. She makes him listen to her song first. <laughs> and he, and he says, "This is I wrote it down." He, she, he's like, she, he's like, she's like, "What do you think of it?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's really vivid." And I was just yeah. like, "What does that even? That's such a no, nothing thing to say." What does that even mean? Like it's well, very vivid. <laughs> it's a strange thing to say. I don't know. It's the dream. Maybe. Dream. Is, is it quite? Is it quite a clever way of palming someone off about their music? Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> yeah. also, because when he, when she says like she says um. Oh, if I wasn't me, I'd buy it. Yeah, and he, and he says like it only takes one person to like it, or something like that. <laughs> so he's just been a dick to her thing. I think though, I think Tom Cruise that is best in this film when he's talking to Cameron Diaz. I think yeah, he's really. Yeah, their interplay is really good. Those two. Together. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he should take on this car ride. Um, he thinks he's just going to go and get a shag, but mm. like she's cracked and she's in love with him basically, isn't yeah. she? Mm. And. Um, can't cope with the fact he's seen somebody else, so she accelerates faster and faster and faster and crashes the car. Mm. And um, 
Well, yeah, she's dead, isn't she? Well, yeah, mm. we do. I've written here because we're over. We're at the over forty minute point, and you aren't really. If you didn't hadn't There's ever seen this film, of story to come. yeah, you, you yeah, and you wouldn't know what was really going on at forty minutes yeah. in, would you? It's not no, very no. clear at no. all. Well, you could argue that until the last sort of half an hour, you don't really know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What's going yeah, on? That's it, true. It's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, you know, after this, that something's up. Yeah, like it starts to unravel the 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 linearity, the narrative yeah. falls apart, but. Um, mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I mean, you start. It starts to put these weird flashbacks. Oh no, they're like little cut scenes of like you see him on a floor of a bathroom. You see a, 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 a ginger girl, like redhead, becking down a corridor, don't mm. you? And that's receptionist from the, the ending. Yeah, it, mm. yeah, yeah, from the life um, place. Yeah. So there's little like snippets of this, and I think this is all a bit, a bit Cameron Crowe. I think a bit all a bit over engineered. Don't you think it's all a bit too stylish? Mm. Ma- yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's still in, quite it's still dated. Quite, yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, I think a lot of like I like this film's good when it's telling a story, but a lot of those bits and also let's go back to the music. I think there's some really great music in this. The club scene, yeah. the left field, and the yeah, yeah. plays great. Radiohead, <laughs> REM, Cigarettes. There's also some interesting stuff. There's some terrible music as well. Mm. But the, the worst thing about it is that nearly always you'll start a scene and he just starts playing the song from the start of the song. Yeah, that's true, actually. And the song just plays until yeah. eventually they fade it down. Yeah. It's just so obvious. He's like, it's just scene points, isn't it? He's trying to get some cred there. It's so... A little bit. Does it feel like... It's a bit... Oh, yeah, it's a bit intrusive. Mm. But in a way, it's like, it's not... If you're going to put a song in a film, right, and it's not going to be diegetic music, mm. it needs to... to fit around the scene in a way doesn't it mm. and I think the only time it does is the very the very first scene when they play the Radiohead song yeah uh, when he wakes up and he goes to turn the alarm off and you think the scene is going to stop but it doesn't mm. but that's really good because it kind of implies that he's in the yeah. world yeah but I but think like, when he like go on sorry no I think I've read that I think there's like literally there are lines from the songs that play over certain things that are supposed to make yeah. you think so he's trying to be so clever that he's he's trying to sit there and make all these clever references that he's maybe it's it's not yeah it doesn't really work because he's trying it's too just, hard. He's just trying too hard. Yeah, there's just something about him starting a song and me going, "Oh, I recognise that as REM, right?" And mm. then he just plays it a bit and fades it out. Yeah, like that, there's nothing good about that other than no. I know why he's doing it because it was. I remember at the time it was cool thinking, "Oh, it's a film and it's got all these cool songs in it." Yeah, but it just isn't. There's not much to it. No. Whereas when he plays like Africa Shocks in the club, yeah. that works. It's in a club, mm. and you're like, "Oh, this is a good song, and it's in a club." Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it's only a small thing, but it's just a lot of. Um, no, I know what you mean. I think, I think this film might be better with a different director. I think possibly is what I'm trying to say. Well, you should um, watch the original. I should. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, Tom Cruise, he's come out of this crash and he's looking all kinds of fucked up, isn't he? Yeah, he um, is. Yeah. Some good makeup. He's, yeah. He's good makeup. He's Am good. I right in that they switch the side of the face that it's on? Oh, do they? I didn't notice times that. The film? Oh, I didn't notice that. Maybe. I'm sure he no, wakes up at some point. It's always on his right. Maybe I think it's towards a mirror. the end, it's on. Uh, maybe it's a mirror shot here, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but he's convinced, isn't he? So he starts telling Kurt Russell that this is all the board of directors, the Seven Dwarves, and they're trying to like make him seem mentally incapable, and it's all them, and it's a conspiracy about money and taking his shares away and his legacy and all that, isn't it? Yeah, and he's also 
Because Kurt Ross is saying um, that he's not disfigured, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. And he's saying that, no, he really is because he's got this mask. Yeah. And the mask is, it's quite a good scene where he goes to the doctors who are doing... <laughs> yeah. But again, this is like kind of obvious, like it's not real thing when mm. he... But, and again, if you... Well, we'll get to it later, but it doesn't work with all the readings of the film. But you know when they go to the, they go to the doctors all sat round and yeah. they're going like, we've done what we can. And he's going mad at them going, oh, you know... You can't do this. And the guy goes, oh, we can do something about your arm. Fuck my arm! <laughs> That's a good scene. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they do all this stuff and they're like, we've got nothing else we can do. And then someone yeah. goes, oh, but there is this and brings this magic mask. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not a real thing, is it? No. Like, that's, not how, that's not how things work. No. Um, In a dream, this, that's how they work. Exactly. But the, but, the, but the kind of the primary version of this film is that the dream doesn't start till after the coma. No, mm. no. So this really happened. But yeah. This didn't really happen, did it? So No, it does um, feel a bit ridiculous. They're just trying to fob yeah. him off with this rubbish plastic mask. I like the idea that it's like it's regenerating his skin under the mask. He's got to wear yeah. it to regenerate what's under there. It's quite yeah. a nice idea. Quite yeah. Quite a nice sci-fi idea. It's a... Uh, it's, oh, God, I wrote it down. It's an aesthetic regenerative shield. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Do you think it's a bit all over the shop? You know, like he, sometimes he wears it, sometimes he doesn't. It is a bit all over I couldn't track the motives as to why he was and wasn't at different points... No, because well, he goes, doesn't he? Because he decides this is when he's building. Like you say, this is the kind of turning point. He builds up to like, uh, oh, I'm all right with my face. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go meet Penelope Cruz at a dance studio and I'm going to like make jokes about it and I'm going to get but, back out he's there. He's not got the mask on then, hasn't he? No, he decides to not because yeah. he's he's like trying to get over it, like mm. you know. But then next scene, he goes to the, to the club and he's put back on again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. He's just all over I the place. I don't really get. No. He's all over the shop. But he's quite good at being this kind of unhinged. He's, he's super uncomfortable. He's he's kind of he doesn't play it like charming. He's quite horrible. Like he's kind of horrible, isn't he? And just like yeah. he's just creepy. And they obviously everyone's really uncomfortable with his presence. Like yeah, he's good at yeah, he's good at he's a definite Frankenstein's monster kind of yeah. like. Um, He's good at that. Yeah. He's good. What's the one Magnolia? He's good in Magnolia, isn't he? He's good at playing yes. like uh, yeah. this sort of creep. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a different creep. Yeah, now, but like he's good but at he, like mate. He's, he's a bit like the deep his... fakes that you see of him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're weird, <laughs> super weird. <laughs> what it is? It's because he obviously he's aware of his charisma and charm, isn't he? Yes. He knows how to to convert that into something much more yes. weird, doesn't he? And he's not he's scared good. of being like that. He doesn't go, oh, yeah. but I've got to keep my. You know, yeah. like it's got to still remain attractive or charming, or make or make. Mm. He does. He's not even sympathetic in these in these sections, to be honest. Mm. No. Like he's just like he does. He does. He becomes a stalker, doesn't he? He becomes yeah. a stalker to Penelope Cruz, and she's yeah, obviously. Yeah, like when he goes to the the dance studio, and you think it's all cute, but then he does that weird thing where he starts reenacting their first conversation. Oh, together. it's horrible! Yeah, both sides oh, it's really creepy. Doing yeah. a Spanish accent, isn't he? Yeah, like, he does. Stuff. <laughs> so weird that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also didn't they get together on this film? They did, yeah. So that's even more weird, isn't it? If you think about it, you know, I like the bit after that as well. You know, he's back in his house and he rings you up and he's going like, "I just got to tell you, Benny the dog's on Conan. <laughs> I can't believe it, Benny the dog made it." He's so happy about it. And then the call is like, "All right, that's it. Bye." <laughs> just hangs up on him. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Then he goes to the club, which you mentioned before. Um, so this is directly the film. Which I remember this. Really good scene. I remember the. I remember that visual of him being in a cr- in the crown. I remember it being blue like that, and yeah, with the face yeah. on mm. the back of his face like that, <clears throat> and just being all like mucked up and dancing. And so that does feel. I really remember that from the original. 
I mean, Cameron Crowe has seen the original. He says it's a remix, as it were, or like he doesn't. It's not a remake to him. He's drawing out different themes and stuff. Mm. There's way less mm. pop culture stuff in the Spanish one. It's that isn't mm. there. Well, it's Cameron Crowe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good scene, though. It's it's kind of weird. I don't really get like when he meets him and Jason Lee's like really like off with him about stuff because he got the mask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And she just runs off. Yeah. But surely they invited him to come, didn't they? And yeah. he's not drunk yet. I don't know why they're so weird with him when he first... It feels like you're missing a whole section of him being odd to them yeah. for, like, months, maybe, or something, mm. that he's just not telling you, or... I don't know. But then, the, again, this is the problem with it having all these different vers- ways of looking at it, that they've kind of got out, because they can go, oh, well, you know, it's a dream, or, yeah. oh, well, it's... Yeah. Actually, work. the biggest thing that doesn't make any sense is when he leaves and he imagines... He imagines uh, Jason Lee kissing Penelope Cruz, doesn't he? Yeah. So that in means monochrome. Yeah. Mm. In, yeah. In, in, uh, so is he dreaming, imagining within I a dream? I was hugely confused by that. I yeah. Is that a, another dream within a dream? Is it we gone Inception here, or is it like? Well, you know, at the end when they look at the camera and they're like, they say your observers out there watching mm. it. We're meant yeah. to be the observers watching it. Yeah. I wonder if like it's black and white because they're they're making clear to the people watching that this is from somewhere in the this is this is a dream in a dream basically you're watching here this isn't yeah. this isn't part of the loop he's in the black oh, and white okay. thing that's why it's black and white it's very odd why else though. would he colour it black and white you know other than to try and say but it's it, not... it mucks with that you've mm. you've kind of like Chris said you've you've learned a load of rules about what you're seeing and then you suddenly see something that is against yeah. the rules of what you've been. Because he's yeah. never done that before, imagining something. He's just been asleep no. or awake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it was confusing. And lucid dreaming, that's probably, yeah, you're right. That probably, take, with the monochrome, it takes you out of that mm. particular Yeah, it's chain. as though he's not, yeah, yeah, it's like he's not in the lucid dream anymore. It's in yeah. something else you're watching. Yeah. Mm. Have either of you lucid dreamed? Do you lucid dream? No. No. You can learn it, apparently, can't you? I've had a few cool ones where I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in a dream, go and do what I like. Oh, that's good. Most of the time, it's just horrible. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm just trapped. (laughs) Like like this film, really, to be honest. Like Whoever wrote this is clearly lucid dreamed. Yeah. (laughs) Had that feeling of like, fuck. You must have that dream, mustn't you, where like you wake up in the dream. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. Yeah, I've had that one. Yeah, you're you're not in, yeah, you wake, but you're not out, you're not awake. That's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, that is the worst. Yeah. Worst feeling. Yeah. Sleep paralysis, that is more than lucid dream, isn't it, I suppose. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, as you say, he follows uh, Jason Lee and he sees in black and white they're embracing and he collapses mm. and he wakes up and she's like, Oh, I've changed my mind, I love you. And the sky has gone weird. Yeah. You might say it's a vanilla sky. It's a, it's a Monet. It's a Monet, a Monet sky. sky. Yeah. yeah. And this is where the loop of the dream begins in primary fiction version yeah. or whatever. Mm. Again, clearly something's off, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. She's a completely different character. She's all like, "Oh, I'm, I'm in love with you." Like, why would you it, do that? When you but f- again, it's kind of undermined by her not being good at acting no. a particular way in the first place because she's been so odd throughout. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In a way, it seems like she's got some sort of multiple, multiple personality disorder, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Don't you think? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. It comes across more she's so like off that. Non hot and cold about how he, how she feels to him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they play Sweetness Follows by R.E.M. at this point, which is one of the best R.E.M. songs, so he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, <laughs> that, that crow man. Um, so now we're into, like, this constructed land, and Kurt Russell's still asking him about it, and he's explaining it, and... Hmm. I mean, if they did uh, this now, it would be 
you know, the tools that they have now to do this sort of inception-y type thing compared to what they had back then. I'd still like, you think it'd be uh, fancier? I think it'd be fancier. Yeah. I think they wouldn't know where to stop now. <laughs> There'd be like weird effects and stuff going on and weird... like in- There'd be weird effects. It'd be yeah. like Inception. Yeah. It'd be less of a film, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't know... You'd be more... You'd more obviously know... Mm. It's weird, I suppose, if you had effects and stuff going on. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think the skies is an effect too far, to be honest. Yeah, it looks... Skies yeah. Up, it shows... Again, it's like that... I think it, these were the, like the first where there was digital grading available, wasn't it? So it was like Minority Report was obviously the first yeah. where they really went to town. And it's like they kind of you overuse the tools because they've only yeah. just got them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. definitely. Um, yeah, this that scene is not ready for an HDTV at all. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he's kind of his life gets back together, doesn't it? Like he... he the, the mask comes off and he's all normal underneath it. He has some he has some surgery and sings what if God is one was one of us. Yes, he does. <laughs> and the guy goes, He's got a great singing voice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um yeah, and the song starts playing over it, doesn't it, while he's singing it. Yeah. Which he's in he's in the world. Which I think quite cool when you find out at the end that he's actually hearing the songs as we're hearing them. It's quite a cool uh, sort yeah. Of yeah. thing, mm. isn't it? Um we get the really awkward sex scene that we've already mentioned. Um <sighs> Where he yeah. he says he wants to be reincarnated as a mole between her breasts, mm. made worse by the fact that Bob Dylan's singing over it. Oh yeah, a really unsexy voice to have yeah. while you're watching a sex scene. <laughs> it's, not, it's not helping the scene at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, I actually missed missed the uh, best line in the film, the one that keeps getting repeated: "The I'll tell you in another life when we are both cats." Mm. <laughs> Yeah. A strange line to be so important to the film and keep coming mm. up, isn't it? it uh, allegedly, IMDb says that that's an actual thing that she said to Cameron Crowe, which doesn't make right. it better, makes it worse. In I fact. mean, and it makes it more that like Cameron Crowe is basically living out his yeah. fuck fantasy, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he clearly wants to have sex with both of these two, Cameron <laughs> Crowe. That's what I think is going on, and so he he wants to be the mole between their lovemaking session. That's what he's. <laughs> In my next life, I want Cameron Crowe to come back as your mole. That's what he should have said. <laughs> Broke the fourth wall, wall completely. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, throughout these bits now, we're starting to see this odd-looking chap, aren't we, in all these back- mm. scenes in the background now, who, um, what's his name? Noah Wild. Noah Wilde, yeah. Who's one of those that guys, isn't he? He's, in he's a, good. I think he's a good actor. You just, yeah, you just... Noah Taylor, Noah Taylor, sorry. Oh, Noah Taylor, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He is a good actor. I don't think he's very good in this. No, he's not very good in this, but he's generally I'm not sure good. Not that's his fault, is it, really? No, I don't yeah. think it's his no, fault. No, he's, he's generally yeah. good. Um, but he keeps showing up. And, yeah. uh, and there's a weird scene. You know when Jason Lee meets him for dinner? <laughs> that's his new camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a guy behind him who's, like, writing stuff down. What's going on with this? Are they, like, in one of those, like, play, like an L.A. where, like, everyone's a writer? Was it that? Mm. I thought it was just a uh, gag right. about, like, oh, everyone's a scriptwriter. Oh, right. I thought he was something to do with Jason Lee, and they're like, no. But I love the fact that Jason Lee has that camera, and then later on, he has Silly Kelsey, and Tom Cruise's like, you, who's giving you all this money? Why do you have all these new things? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's the board. They're against me. They bought you that snazzy camera. Like, 
It's not that snazzy either, like. I suppose for the time it was, wasn't it? I guess. It's like a GoPro size and thing, they, isn't it? So, well, they're just having dinner and he's like waving in their face. Like, ah, I know, it's really ah, weird. Ah, yeah. like, just like, and also when he goes, um, he goes, oh my God, your face is opening up. He screams <laughs> yeah. it and that's really good. <laughs> it yeah. is like they're trying to come up with like some sort of digital, you know, how people will be with devices again. Like, uh, I guess. Yeah, maybe I it's know. that actually. It's like, yeah, more of a techno advancement. Yeah. What maybe. would we have back then? Like, we'd have like basic phones, right? Phones, not smartphones. No, no. we'd like thirty-three tens and stuff like that. The WAP. Um, we'd have some WAP going on. Digital cameras would have been around, wouldn't they? Yeah. But mm. yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know why there's little bits of future tech are in it. Really, like, what's that? Are they trying to like say that? It's clearly set in the now, isn't it? It's not set mm. in the future. No. I don't know why it's weird, isn't it? It seems very unnecessary. Yeah. It really is. Again, trying too hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, now things go completely off the rails because <laughs> he wakes up, Plenty Cruise turns into uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. It's horrible, this bit. He cable ties her to the bed. Yeah. <laughs> she starts shouting at him like mad. Yeah. And then we cut to he's in prison. He's in prison because he's beating the shit out of her. Yeah. Um, and then an uncomfortable <laughs> and also not very well done scene is when he's having sex. He comes back out again. Yeah. She Cameron Diaz walks into the bathroom, comes back out as Penelope Cruz, and I love when Tom Cruise just goes, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, I'm with you, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a very uncomfortable scene, isn't it? He's like he's he's pumping away on top of. Oh, it's uh, horrible. <laughs> Really Cameron horrible. Diaz, but like in that very like extremely fake. Yeah, he's like pulling. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it's really horrible. Um, it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, guess again, good. Like it's it's pretty disturbing. Like they they lean into it. They go for it, don't mm. they? Like yeah, it, it turns into an asphyxiation in a way, not like a kinky one. Like a, no. I'm actually just killing you. One. Mm. Yeah. Um. Again, weird. I forgot as well. Do you think that that's a real thing? That if you have sex four times in the night, you have to love someone forever. <laughs> Because like, they yeah. set it up and pay it off quite a bit later, don't they? Yeah. Goes, but what, it's just like, oh, you made love to me four times last night. The first time's great. Second time, spectacular. Third time, ho ho. And the fourth time, then she won't see what it is, will she? And yeah. later on, she's like, the fourth time means it's love. <laughs> but, wow. I never knew. Yeah. We didn't know that rule, obviously. Weird. Yeah. No. <laughs> Watch out out there, guys. You do need to be careful. Get like, whoever you are, this might happen to you. <laughs> what, where are we at now? Right, so, he's killed her. Yeah, he kills her. And there's all weird images, aren't they? And they play the Pauper song by the Monkees, which I like that song. Mm. Yeah, it is a good song. It goes fucking nuts, doesn't yeah. it? Like, it's so yeah. strange. He goes to the bar and the guy, the Noah Taylor's there again, like, saying, you've got your God, you've got control of everything, and he stops mm. time and everyone just That's really good as well, actually. Mm. That seems really good. He's like, oh, everyone, yeah, well, everyone would just shut the fuck up and then they all just, yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. But that's it. It's actually like it's well done, isn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. that stuff is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the stuff in between of the weird music and also yeah. when you keep playing those like Polaroids and the faces keep switching. Like, oh, it's kind of just over the top, mm. I think. But. Just before then, Kurt Russell's like, "Oh, I'm giving up on you. We're going to plead temporary derangement," and then he leaves, and then Tom Cruise sees Benny the dog again on the telly, and they yeah. go to life extension, don't they? I think that's the next. Yeah. So that you're kind of like, oh, he's telling the truth. Like, there is some weird stuff going on. Mm. Isn't that just, that's the end, isn't it, Life Extension? They don't go there before, do they? I think I've got it that they go there straight after he kills her. 
Uh, and they meet no, Tilda he... Swinton and watch the weird... The... Yeah, but this is all the end. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, because he goes back one more time to, Rus- to Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell's like, it's the last time I can see you. Now. Yeah, You've okay, got yeah, to tell me it, yeah, yeah. who Ellie is, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's, and Tom Cruise like accepts it. He's like, oh no, I did kill her. I thought... Yeah, he, yeah. At yeah, this point, right. he sort of accepts he's mentally ill. Mm. He thought she was somebody she wasn't and he's yeah. killed he's yeah. killed Sophia thinking mm. that she's yeah. Julie. Yeah. At this point. And Kurt Russell's like, right, well, I've tried to help you. I can't help you. Yeah. I'm off. Bye. And then that's weird as well because you yeah. cut to the next scene and he's taking him to life extension, as you say. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he says, this is my son. You hear that bit when he goes... Mm. Oh, does he say that? Oh, I didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah, the desk, he goes, oh, uh, don't mind my son. He just oh, he always weird. wears this mask, something like that, which mm. is... Oh, that's, yeah, that makes sense later, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's to come to life extension and Tilda Swinton is here. <laughs> yeah, just really random. Young Tilda Swinton. Yeah. With a terrible American accent she always does. It's mm. awful. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying, isn't it? I don't know what the big whoop is with her, to be honest. <sighs> Normally. Yeah. And there are so many films that are ruined by a cameo by, aren't there? Like films mm. that she's not in, and she just turns up at the end. And or, you're like, oh, fuck. or even the reverse, when Snowpiercer, when she does that ridiculous English accent oh, at the beginning yeah. with the train. She's really annoying bad in that. She's bad in um, Suspiria. She's bad in that. Oh, I didn't see She's that. bad in um, the Last Was Anderson film, whatever that was called, oh. Hotel... Whatever mm. it was. Yep. No, not hotel thingy. French Dispatch. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And she's crap here because you don't buy her accent. No. 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 It could have been anyone. Anyway, she starts explaining what's going on here. Yeah. Is that they're a company that, like Benny the Dog, put people in suspended animation <laughs> who have died. Yeah. And they've got this new program where they can let you dream while you're dead. Cryotainment. Cryotainment, yeah. Mm. As Kurt Russell says that, doesn't he? He's like really annoyed by it. Cryotainment? Yeah, yeah. He pissed off at the idea of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they watch a little film showing like that, oh yeah, because it's like wherever you die, isn't it? They can like zoom you back to the peak of your yeah. life. Yeah, you mm. can die as an old man, but then still go live in the bit that wherever you want. Mm. Yeah. 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 And they reveal that that guy that we keep seeing, Noah Taylor, is tech support. Yep. Which which pays off in a fantastic way in a few minutes. Hell yeah. Uh so Tom Cruise is there and there's lots of like scenes of him like coming to the realisation that oh shit I'm in a dream yep and sure enough he takes the mask off and uh, oh he's all fucked up isn't he takes the mask off isn't yeah, he yeah 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 yeah. just in a dream and he runs off and he just starts shouting tech support <laughs> yeah <laughs> which I love it it's basically that and existence is paused are the two like if yeah. you could just have them back to back it's like him yelling yeah, tech support exactly. and existence is paused like they, they work so well yeah it's really funny tech support <laughs> Go through the empty building. Yep. And he gets to a lift, and there waiting for him is tech support himself. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think about... So it kind of info-dumps the plot of the film into you now, and it's like a 15-minute yeah. period. Which is a bit annoying. You, yeah, I thought this was a bit sort of it's a be- cheap way out I of it. I think it's cheap, especially when he's like... He, draw- he pushes you to the references, and it's like that Bob Dylan reference. I, you know... I think most people would get that. Yeah, cover. most people get yeah. that. Like, they, they, they really like. You see, he's, he has the album in his house, and they, sh- and they really linger on the shot. And then yeah. he's got them. Then they show you it at the again at the end. It feels a bit like. Well, it's it's the end bit that annoys me. It's like you know in bad TV when they'll reference something a few episodes back and they play a massive clip yeah. of that thing happening. Yeah, it was a bit like it. that, yeah. yeah. It's like that, it's like, yeah. he literally yeah, transposes the album cover over them, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, all right, mate, yeah. like, it's either much. we know the album and we get it, 
Or yeah. we don't know the album. We don't give a, give a no, shit what's going no, on, do we? So why much. do this? You know. Yeah, it's too much. It's too annoying. And the and then and to kill the mockingbird. The gym thing. Yeah, yeah that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. all like literally one side of his, his wall. The whole wall is a Jules a gym post, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got it, mate. Yeah, right. no, it's no. a bit. It's annoying. Allegedly, there are four hundred and twenty-eight references to pop culture in the film. I don't know what. No, I couldn't find a list of right. all of them, sadly. But um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's explaining. It is in a dream. It it glitched. It went wrong. It turned into mm. a bad dream. It yeah. wasn't meant to. And because of this break in service, he's yeah. got the option to leave the dream. It's also been a hundred. How the only option is like you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Like why <laughs> wouldn't they be able to do that from yeah. outside? Yeah, but probably about that. Yeah. It's also so they keep saying that he's like built in. He's been told to design his own failsafe, hasn't he? That's yeah. why he's kept a building. But like Chris says, if it's gone wrong, yeah, you just pull you out. Yeah, or why would you way earlier as well. Why would you let it go yeah. on this long? Mm. It's been 150 years, allegedly, as well. Mm. Which yeah. you don't really know if that's real or not real or... No. Um, there's some schmaltz. Yeah. Maybe Cruz turns up and says a cat line again. Um, everyone I, I turns like, I like up. A bit when everyone turns up. Yeah, Jason Lee's there just waving, isn't he, yeah. in the background. It's weird. And Kurt Russell's looking at him like, what the fuck? Who's this yeah, guy? What are you doing here? Who's that guy? I don't know this guy. <laughs> I like, I like the line, you know, when Kurt Russell's going, oh, I'm, I, you know, you know me, I've got two daughters, I've got two daughters, and the tech yeah. support goes, what are their names? And he just looks around like, and he just goes, <laughs> no, I am real, I am real, I am yeah. real. I like that um, it doesn't, I do think it doesn't, it doesn't feel to me like the film is saying, oh, but it might, he might just be jumping no, and killing no. himself. I think it's very obvious that at this point it's like, no, look, this is some weird stuff now. It, it could be, that would be a good ending. Yeah, it would. If he's just being tricked. I think we'd be in a Poppins element then, wouldn't we? We'd be in a kind of Poppins yeah. realm. Yeah, they, they, mm. and they definitely, like you say, I appreciate that they do, it's either a coma or it is this thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I appreciate that they do commit to, to it, that like he jumps off and time does stop and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but you could say as well, like your life flashed before your eyes before you died, doesn't it? They even mm. referenced that earlier on. It could be that he's actually yeah. on the floor and yeah. his consciousness stopped at that level or something like that of where you see it stop. Yeah. Um, mm. But... I don't know. Um, did either of you watch the alternative ending for it? No. Oh, what's that? Well, it's the same ending, which is weird. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. But you get some weird stuff like um, there's a whole thing where when, when he runs out and starts shouting tech support, yeah. there's a big scene in the bathroom with Kurt Russell where he starts, he gets him to take the mask off and things like that in the bathroom. And they go into the lobby and there's a big shootout between what? Michael Shannon and Tom Cruise. And Michael Shannon's shooting like mad at Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise is like, He's got the gun. He's going like woo woo every shoulder like this, like really stupid, like what? yeah, like, literally like this. Literally Why? Like this. What? Because he's just prattling around and he shoots and kills Michael Shannon. Right? A SWAT team comes in. Yeah. Uh, to arrest Tom Cruise. <laughs> I can see where they then, cut this out. It's ridiculous. Um, Kurt Russell runs in and he's like, no, no, I'll deal with this. I'll deal with this. And then you know that kid with a red balloon who you see occasionally in the flashbacks. Yeah. Like mm. he's there. The red balloon pops and the SWAT think a gun's been fired and they gun Kurt Russell down, right? Oh. Cut to... Like, it goes black. Yeah. Cut up again. And t- they're lying on the floor and Tom Cruise goes, oh, McCabe, McCabe, you're lying on me. And they're just in this le- heap on the floor and they get up and they've not been killed at all. They're absolutely fine because oh they're in a dream. Oh, my God. It's, it's, so, it's so weird. What's the, and then, what's the point of that, though? 
It's just a bad ending. I think, I think they reshot it because it's terrible. Yeah. Because also, like, there's all these bits when um, they get in the lift and uh, he's saying, oh, I want Sophia back, Sophia back. And tech support's like, hey, baby, I'd want her back too. Like, he's only, like, weirdly smarmy about sleeping. <laughs> but he does say that line. Does he say, like, did I just blow your mind? Like, he says something yeah, weird about, a- like, like, oh, have I blown your mind right now? Like, he- There's a lot more of that. A lot more hey, baby kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's weird. It's on YouTube. It's it's an odd, but I, I, I watched it thinking, oh, is there a version where it, it you know, like yeah. Chris says, he just hits the floor. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah, but it isn't that. The end is exactly uh, okay. the same. Yeah. Oh no, the only difference was it's it's Cameron Diaz's voice and not Penelope Cruz's voice when he opens his eyes right at the end. It's neither of their voices. Oh, yeah. Who is it? It is someone called who's just named in the credits as the future. Uh, oh, sorry, it's Laura mm. Frazier's voice. Future. Yeah, yeah. they're called the future. And it is, is it Ellie? Maybe, but it's just called maybe. the future. Is the name of the of the character? Okay. It's not Penelope Cruz, not Cameron Diaz, definitely not. Right. Okay. Thank you. It's okay. I think it is Cameron Diaz in the alternate one anyway. So oh well. Not. So that means it might not be. It might not be. Well, that's really weird then. So, but that's an alternate ending. So you know, yeah, not okay. not relevant. True. And there concludes. Vanilla Sky. Oh, actually, no, it concludes with a fucking Paul McCartney song. Uh. Oh, that's a funny thing. In the alternative one, on the roof, um, the guy's talking to him about like the deluxe package he's got, and he goes, oh, we even got Paul McCartney to write a theme song for you. <laughs> Can you imagine that's how insane. expensive that is? Oh, it's wow. So weird. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's quite funny, though. Quite, I would quite like that, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's a bad song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he must have really. to do quite a few of them for different people, so he's churning them out. <laughs> yeah, he just replaces the name. Oh, David Ames, you're in a dream. Yeah. Oh, starry, starry night. <laughs> yeah. Different, different artistic skies. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there we go. So, in conclusion, right, Chris, what did you think of Vanilla Sky? Well, it was you know I just don't like dream films. Right. <laughs> Full stop. You know I just don't like. <laughs> I don't like these. I did, you know. I just don't like them. Okay, you know. Did you like, answer that? <laughs> only because I don't know. It's just they. They're quite stressful to follow. Yeah, that's true. I find, and um, also I haven't been sleeping very well recently, so <laughs> it was quite. Oh, no. You know, was it a bit upsetting? Quite experience upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anxiety inducing yes yeah. anxiety inducing I do think Tom Cruise is great though mm. I do think he's great and um, Cameron Diaz was pretty good I I actually thought the story in itself was, was, was quite good I just it I don't know it seems quite dated now in its style mm. I just find mm. if this was done now I think it would be I don't know I think I think even the tools available now. Although there are some like where the you know the bar scene where everyone goes quiet and stuff like that. How they're using they are it's very well done. I do think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the uh, you know there's some really good little characters in there. Yeah. Like tech support guy and you know and. Um, the what do you sm- think of the payoff of the story? Did you were you with the end? No, it's been done in Star Trek a couple of times, and <laughs> a lot of these things have been. And they, I can see them coming a mile away, so... Yeah. Literally a mile away, so doesn't really... That's what these dream films never get me. No. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Alex? 
Uh, can I just run through the five uh, interpretations? Because we didn't oh, yes, say yes, them yes, all. Yes, yeah, yeah. So the five interpretations that Cameron Crowe says are this. Number one, tech support is telling the truth. 150 years have passed since Ames killed himself and subsequent events from form a lucid dream. So he, so he killed himself as exactly what they say in the film. Number two, yeah. the entire film is a dream. Now, this is evidenced by a sticker on Ames's car that reads 23001. February the 30th doesn't occur in the Gregorian calendar. Mm. Maybe we are in this slight future, though, so perhaps the yeah. change yeah, maybe to a different calendar. calendar. Uh, number three. Well, it's not a leap, it's a leap year or something. I don't know. I don't there's know. No, there's no 30th on a leap year, is there? No. It's 2029 days on a leap year. Come on. Op- Basic stuff. Option three. The events after the crash. <laughs> is February a leap year? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how many days know. there are in a, in a month. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, option. Do you know how many days are on each month, Alex? No, I don't. I just wasn't going to say that to upset Sam. I don't really know either. No, I just get a look. I know October is 31 because of Halloween. And February is the one, the month where you have the Why are you so, so shocked by this? I don't, do we need to know this? you don't know that... I don't know that rhyme. How many days are I don't know February. that weird rhyme. 30 days has something. No, I don't know all of them, but you know oh. what's no February, surely. I just get on with it and just live my life. Just get on with <laughs> it. No time for calendars. Yeah. Okay, number three. I'm just a bit shocked. Number yeah. three. The events after the crash are a dream that he is, yes. has while comatosed. So yes. everything from the crash is a dream. Number four. The whole plot is the book that Jason Lee's character is writing. So it's all bo- yeah. bollocks, basically. And number five. The entire film after the crash is a hallucination caused by drugs administered during Ames's reconstructive surgery. That kind of feels like number three to me, but mm. anyway. But anyway, Cameron Crowe says that the presence of the vanilla sky during the morning reunion after the nightclub scene marks the first lucid dream scene and that everything that follows is a dream. So Cameron Crowe wants you to believe what the what tech support says. But as I said earlier, the problem with that is there's so many things before that. Yeah. Like Plenty of Cruise behind the saxophone at the start of the, of the yeah. whole film. Yeah, they undo um, it all, don't they? Yeah. Do you know there's a sixth reading of this film? What? A Christian metaphor for it. <gasps> oh. David commits suicide, finally driven to, to guilt over the death... Sorry, driven to ah. it by guilt over the death of Julie. Yeah. As he's dying, his life passes before his eyes. While his life passes before his eyes, he's being tempted to sell his soul to the devil for the chance to make things right. Oh, I like this. Uh, this is good. The dream is... Uh, David has asked many times, did you sign a contract? Yeah. Some yeah. Christian thing. I don't get it. Lucid dream... Maybe yeah. Lucifer. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Lucifer's both dream. Women, both women at Ellie have red hair. I don't... What's that mean? Did, did the devil have... Oh, the devil's red, isn't it? No. Of course, yeah. Yep, yep, Come yep, on. yep. Come on, Sam. Yeah. This is the best one. Tilda Swinton has hot sauce behind her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, devil. Evidence. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, more importantly, Tilda Swinton is exactly the kind of personality you'd expect the devil to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also he dies at thirty-three. Um, oh, thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three club. Allah. Yeah. Old Jesus. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not thirty-three club. Is it? What's the? Which one's that? Who's on the twenty-eight? Twenty. Club, is it? No, I don't. Anyway. Twenty-nine club. Yeah. Twenty-eight club. Don't know. Anyway. No. Jesus wasn't. Jesus, Jesus didn't, wasn't. Didn't take his vomit in a pool in L.A. No. Jesus, Amy Winehouse, <laughs> Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix. That's the, that's the list. Yeah, that's it. And David Ames. Yeah. Anyway, Alex, were you? Did you like the film? I like bits of the film. 
I think some stuff is just too overdone and overstated. It's just too yeah. much like, oh, look I'm, how clever I am. Look how clever yeah. this reference is. Isn't it clever? And it's a bit annoying, <laughs> and I don't like that. I think some of the visuals are actually really trippy, and I like it when it gets more weird, and like that club scene I think is actually very well done. I think the performances mm. are well done. I don't mind the story, but I do agree with Chris that the, the whole is it a dream thing is a very overdone premise, and it it seems to be evoked popular in this era, though, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind did this kind of mind fuck thing a lot better. I think. yes, way better. Yeah, it's from a similar era. Yeah, it's way years better. later, but like yeah. Um, so it's enjoyable, and there's some nice visuals and good acting, but it's very long as well. Very long. It is long. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a similar opinion. Um, like you, the references annoyed me mm. uh, a lot. Mm. Uh, I'm annoyed that that Cigarros song still hasn't been released. I don't think. <laughs> um, you should you should later. be cryogenically frozen until they they release it. Until they release it. <laughs> As that's the climax of the film was all that. It's very annoying. Um, but yeah, no, they, they did annoy me. I, I, it's just I don't like a director who you can see the director on screen going, yes. like, ah, look at me." Yeah, you know? and that is what this oh, is. I'm fucking clever. Yeah, that is what this is. Yeah, this. Um, yeah, and especially as like Chris says, when you're just doing a very sort of run-of-the-mill dream. Yeah, story. dream film. Yeah, but again, agreeing with you, I think it is acted mostly well. I think it's written. I think the script's really good. Mm. I think it is. Mm. There's a lot of you. You don't really. It doesn't really lull, does it? You kind of you no. stick with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's a tired formula. It's a bit overwrought, and I think it just. I think the ending, the last act, is rushed in a way that. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how you'd fix it, but I don't. I'm not. Yeah. Entirely on board. Yeah. But it's but but I would say I would still say it's a good film. Yeah. I, like it, I would mm. say it's not a bad film. It's a good film. Yeah. It's not a great film. No. Mm. No. So. Where does it go in the list? Well, I was getting... Eternal look, Sunshine and Spotless Mind is 41. It's nowhere near no. as high as that. No. How about... I'm just looking at another film that's weird, visually very interesting, some okay performances, especially from LL Cool J. Toys. <laughs> at uh, Toys at Where's 163. Toys? A f- I think it's a better film than Toys. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, that's good. We've got Benchmark. Let's go up then. I, I think we need to go quite a bit higher. Oh, okay. Surely. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. I think sort of... Inception is 64. Is it better than Inception? Oh No. No. So. What about Time Crimes area? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I like Time... Time Crimes is really... Uh, really works really well, though. That was a better, more clockwork plot, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 80s... Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. <laughs> this is where we realise how ridiculous this the list, list is. This list is really falling yeah. apart, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it's as good as Event Horizon. I don't think it's as good as... Is it better than Transformers the movie? I mean... I think it's, I think it's better than Event Horizon. I think it's better than Event Horizon. <laughs> Event Horizon's pretty poor. Yeah. I like Event Horizon. Okay. I mean, this is the other problem. You've got that and Tron, which even on my list would be way down. I don't think it's better there. than The Faculty. No, The Faculty's better. Okay, well, we're getting... We're getting we're, we're... I, would put it, I would put it at 81. Above Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Is that okay, the first yeah. one, that one? Or yeah. the second yeah. one? Yeah. I don't know, what do you think? Um, one below it. That's got a lot of references in it. 
Kaz, <laughs> one below Austin Powers. What does your cat think? The cat's not happy about something. <laughs> You're not a Cameron Crowe fan? <laughs> I don't mind. I don't feel passionately either way, I'd have to say. GG, I'll, I'll tell you another life when we're both cats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what we're saying, so sorry, one below Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah go yeah. on then. Go on then. Because <laughs> I think Cameron Crowe would not enjoy Jay Roach's Austin Powers being one above him. In oh, Austin no, he'd be very upset by that. Yeah, You don't really hear from Cameron Crowe anymore, do you? No, it's something happened. He made My Family's a Zoo or something like that, didn't he? What's that one on a big mm. on a boat oh, with God. Matt Damon? Mm. That's oh, him, that isn't it? sounds terrible. Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh... Well, there we go. That was a quite it's long one, wasn't it? The music on the Vanilla Sky. <laughs> well, yeah, na- he's now ex-wife, yes. Mm. Although, what's the music they're doing in it? What is the music in this film? Other I don't than... know. It must be, she, must be um, some orchestral links or something. His wife yeah. recorded that bit, the Cameron Diaz song. Like, as oh. in, they work together <laughs> to make that's that song. That's the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely part of it, yeah. I think she, Cameron Diaz, like, is very humble about it. It says, I think his wife, the... Cameron Crowe's wife had to sing underneath her voice to make her voice sound a bit better, like... Yeah, so... It says that the score is sound collages. Oh. It took a nine months. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, yeah, I get... Yeah, we, yeah. we've all done that she one. She got a couple of samples, put them in Pro Tools, dicked around for nine months. No, did nothing for nine months. The day before, just chopped yeah. them all on a big... And then, on a, and then, on gave, it, and then gave her invoice in to Cameron Crowe, slid it to the... Uh, yeah. Oh, don't forget my wife's then contribution. She, then she's like, oh fuck, I've got to record that song for Cameron Diaz. <laughs> yeah. Went down one of those 24 hour make a, make a song things, you know that, and just got the song put up <laughs> yeah. and rolled up with that. Uh, Brilliant. Tascam. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Tascam. <clears throat> right, that was Vanilla Sky. Fantastic. We're back, rating again. Next week, what, what could follow Vanilla Sky other than Monster Trucks? Woohoo! <laughs> uh, which, is that, Chris, are you hosting that one? Sure am. Sure so, is. Be sure to join us. So that's some whiplash of, of uh, styles there. But yeah. 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 Um, and that's it for this week. So, I think. Yeah. Anything else to add? I don't need, do you have any correspondence? Have you guys seen... Um, you probably haven't. The Any Star Trek recently? No. no. no okay. I saw your text saying it was good, that new world. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. Very good, oh. yeah. Obviously, you haven't seen it yet because it's not released in the UK until June. So no, but you, you've, you've got you've yeah. got a feeling. It's yeah. good. I've got a feeling it's good. Yeah, right. a specific feeling. Yeah, yes. mm. early buzz. It's it's the ten years between before Star Trek. Is that right? It's Pike. Just before the original Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. it's gonna have a quite sad ending, isn't it? With, uh, yeah, yeah. Ends up all Pike and his beeping up. machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. fantastic. Right. Well, we're, we'll maybe discuss that at a later point if we've all watched mm. it, but. But for now, cheerio. See you next time. Cheerio. Bye. Bye.